This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is the Dumbbells of Personal Fitness Podcast, where we, I'm Eugene Cordero. And me, I'm Ryan Stanger, have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. This is solely based on our own working experience, a little bit of borough science. Uh, please keep in mind, we're not doctors and never claim to be. Mm, every once in a while we do, but no, we're just a couple of dumbbells. Love ourselves some fitness, want to help you with yours. And definitely, every once in a while, I'm glad to be doctors. The help can start right now. Every now, once in a while. Every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Every October. Every October, it's a um, it's a Halloween doctor time for me. And weirdly, also in May, just yeah. because it feels like everybody's already gotten everything they, they needed, so I can pretend to be a doctor for that month, because hopefully nobody gets sick during that month. Right. And also, to be fair, it's not always an MD. You know, sometimes it's just, uh, you know, a, a person with their doctorate. You know, so, so you that's true. Yes, yes, normal. Yes, this yes, person yes. just got their doctorate, and I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a mind. I'm a mind doctor. Yeah, mind doc. I'm a mind doc, or I'm a doctor of um, bones. Right? Is that is that the only other doctor there? Yeah, is? an expert on expert on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the show bones. <laughs> um, let's welcome our guest into the weight room. My good buddy Stanger doesn't know him. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Gabe Hogan. Me, me, I'm a doctor too. I'm trying to talk like you guys at the beginning, but I can't. No. Ooh, oh, yeah. I love that. I was that. like, I, I was like, I'm going to goof on that. And then I started to do it. I'm like, nope, not working. So forget it. <laughs> no, That's it for me, guys. That's yeah. all the time I got. Wow. <laughs> you just got here, bud. No, that's true. I thought, Are it, you, I thought it worked. I thought you... You, you captured our phony cadence that we start yes. with to, uh, to create an artifice before the show even begins. <laughs> me, 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 Thanks, me. fellas. I appreciate it, but I know um, that I didn't. And uh, but I, I just, I like that support though. That's that feels good. Yeah, Gabe's been on a bunch of times on this podcast, and if you notice, we have to do a lot of the heavy lifting. <laughs> He's just kind of an extra voice. The third dumbbell, the silent dumbbell um, for the podcast. I like yeah. to call myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, everybody loves to use three dumbbells when they work out. <laughs> yeah, that's high level stuff. We'll get into that in the second half that's of high, this program. High level stuff. Are you coming fresh off a of workout right now? Gabe? I am coming from uh, my first uh, yoga class in, in forever. Whoa. Yeah, I uh, I like combat sports and yoga, and um, I, I'm literally this is like. <laughs> Uh, my third T-shirt since I've been back. I can't stop sweating. I'm like, was it was it one of the was it hot it was, yoga? It was or hot. I went no. into the room. Yeah, uh, very brave of myself. But so what they did is like shorter classes. You know, got to be vaxxed, Blah blah blah. And I, but I actually um I did it twice. I think I, I think since COVID, uh, Inga took me to those classes on the beach. Right, they sort of moved onto the uh, beach because I live down here by the water. Uh, but this was yeah. my first uh, one back in the in the hot room, and baby, whew, I'm I'm still literally. Uh, I don't, you can't see me, listener. Yeah. But I'm soaked right through. Still, He's it's cooked. Like, yeah, yeah, listener, the single listener yeah. who uh, <laughs> that's, who, that's who my- <laughs> downloaded this episode for Gabe, um, which is probably just yeah, Inga, yeah. his wife. Well, it's Greg. It's my just friend the- Greg. We can say what's up, Greg. Thanks. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just bring. <laughs> Bring him into the Zoom at yeah. this point, you know. Yeah. Wait, then, then what? Um, remove one um, of the steps for him. Yeah, and it was it was great, yeah. man. It was great. So how much how much shorter is the um, session since it's uh, in the hot room? Is it like forty five minutes? Was, no, this was sixty minutes. They do like ninety oh, minute sessions in there. It's sure. um, it's 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 great. I mean, there's different levels 
right? You know, some are just stretching, some are, uh, you know, there's, I'm far from a yoga expert. I couldn't even tell you what style it was. But sometimes they do like light weights. They incorporate stuff in there. And um, um, yeah, I'll usually jump into the more challenging ones and just hopefully someone beside me knows what the fuck's going on so I can follow their movements. Do you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, I love it, man, because I'm not still not a great stretcher and all that sort of stuff. So if I can pepper my stuff in with some yoga, it's uh, it and it, I, it lays me out more than maybe anything like, you know, even tomorrow I'll be like, yeah, you know, in a different way. Right. The yeah, there, it, yeah. totally. I, I can relate to that. And also there's there's been some interesting research recently on the uh, the mental health benefits to particularly hot yoga. It's like you get like a you get like a euphoric response from from the external heat stress. And so and they've even like done shit where people are are uh, measurably less depressed for like weeks after they've done. it. Really? Yeah. And so they're yeah, they're wow. trying to do more research now to where they're having people, you know, like it's hard to get like a control group and all that kind of shit. It's like, how do you measure how depressed somebody sure. is? But um but just like, you know, like well-being and all that stuff, they're kind of measuring and they're having people do, you know, four hour sessions over the course of like six weeks. It's not like you're it's not like you have to do it every day to get like a very minimal response. It's like a big response just doing it a few times. Right. Seemingly. Yeah. And so pretty cool stuff. I mean, like good, decent, you know, not not phony baloney research, like good stuff out there on that. And I've kind of felt that, too, like I you know, the, the change in your mental state from before versus after is sometimes stunning. You yeah. Know? And during, and yeah. I mean, during too, right. It's that if you yeah. can, oh, if yeah. you can push through, it's like that if, you know, if you're a runner or you do any sort of endurance sports, there's that it sucks, it sucks for a while. And then you sort of break through and you're like, ah, oh, this is it, man. I could, you feel like you could go forever and then it gets hard again. But you sort of hit right. that, I think, earlier with the heat. If you can put, because it, it is, it's panicky at first. If you haven't done it, you can, it's really hot and it's stressful. And yeah, it's, you know, how, how hot is it hot? How hot is hot? Ah, to 2000 you know. degrees. Like, I, I want to yeah, say, yeah, like people the, die. I mean, it's like, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I want to say, like, uh, I don't want to say because I don't want to lie. I, I could probably oh, look okay. it up, but, um, but it's yeah, hot. 90s, it's I hot. think, it's, right? Like, for, yes. for sure. It surprises you. You walk in the room and you're like, fuck, I can't fucking do I can't even sit and yeah. watch TV in this oh, heat, yeah. you know, let alone Absolutely. do something physical. Yeah. Yeah. And then the teacher will walk by and sometimes they open the doors a little bit. She'll slowly walk by. You're like, please, God, fuck, please open them. Just <laughs> around and onto your back. God damn it. Um, yeah. But, uh, but it's great. And, and it's uh, Soho Yoga and they have a couple here. And uh, uh, there's an MBA guy. I'm going to get this story wrong, so I can't remember. But they, they have a new uh, sort of heating system, right, that, that – uh, um, sprays like you know light mist of water and apparently the filter system is like the top of the line and all that stuff because you do feel like going in a hot room with a bunch of people and it's so thick and sweaty and like you're like yes. you start to feel like is this just body heat and you know this guy's <laughs> sweat literally um so so this one to me feels um uh at least psychologically because you read that you're like oh it's super fresh and <laughs> there's lots of air filtration but, yeah but it is suffocating i it, it took me a, a bit to sort of get through that aspect of it and now i'm i love it man it's uh 
Wow. There's got to be something to it because if it were just hell hellish right why would it endure and why would so many people do it you know right it did because it's like it's been you know going on for a long time and beyond just traditional yoga the actual heated element to where they Absolutely. had to heat the room yeah has you know it's it's popular and people keep coming back to it i think i think um, there's a knock I, on it where because you can stretch so far when you're really hot and warm right you could potentially put yourself out like do stretch too far you know if it's not done right and controlled or whatever, because when your body's really hot you can push a little further and deeper and you could potentially injure yourself that way i guess you know what i mean which kind of makes sense you know yeah, once you're really sure. warmed up you could like hey i can do the splits you're like oh shit i can't i actually <laughs> you know yeah um it, there was a my old old uh muay thai gym used to heat the gym really um pretty hot so it kind of matches like the training in thailand so it was that right. shit. hot out that's cool and you walk in there and you're like oof are you kidding me and then just like during the warm-up and everything you start to feel it you start to feel like how good it is to be warm already right yeah but then there you know but then it is that thing where then it gets very uncomfortable and then you hit that you know Gabe, you were talking about it's technically, it, I mean, it's not technically, mm -hmm. but people call it the runner's high, yeah. you know, which is endurance sports stuff, mm -hmm. you know? And then you're like in the middle of it and you're like, okay, well, ooh. And then you you feel refreshed from the inside and then it gets hot yeah. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like, it's like training at altitude or something too, right? Where you, um, uh, yeah. right, yeah. There's a street sweeper coming by. I'm going to close my window. There's, um, yeah, and then there's also the the element of training in the cold. Like, that's what Rocky Balboa did to f defeat Ivan Drago. Sure, yeah, you right. gotta, you gotta train yeah. like, you know, like like you're in the Cold yeah. War. Yeah. And Where will the fight take place? That, in Russia. <laughs> that's that's heavy, Why? heavy science right there. Yeah. <laughs> they, they research that I'm a lot. Push, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna yeah. push a wheelbarrow to train, you know? <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah. I'm soaking wet and freezing. Hey, um, yeah, I helped so this Gabe, guy with his horse in the snow. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> what is uh, is how often are you focused on doing this kind of training now? Just kind of well, the now and do you still train like on days like today, or or, or is this is this your workout? No, for I the wouldn't. Day? I wouldn't today. I I uh, this is it for me today because I feel like Jello right now. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, there's yeah, nothing, sure, uh, sure. Uh, like I said, this takes it. I mean, I mean, I can train. I can go to like, you know, sparring or hip pads or or do whatever, and I could weight train later in the day. But uh, if I have time, pretty easily, and I'll even feel good about doing it. But um, this is like, I just want to take a nap and <laughs> you know, and drink sure. uh, fruit juices. Um, but I have been, uh, I've been back. Uh, Sounds like preschool. Right? That's, that's yeah. exactly I want someone to give me a snack. <laughs> tell me to yeah. just chill out. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, it's I, weird. maybe every I time paste or something. I don't know. <laughs> every time Gabe does yoga, the next three hours, he's just playing with blocks. <laughs> yeah. Sending me figure paintings. Yeah. <laughs> I got more he's art from Gabe. I guess he did a yeah. yoga day. Yeah. We'll put it he on the fridge, the buddy. <laughs> He showed me the puzzle he did, and it was only eight pieces. <laughs> so proud, so proud of it. <laughs> um, um, but uh, 
Yeah, so I've had uh, well, I've had my kids, just me and the kids for walks. My uh, Inga, who you guys know, is um, on the East Coast. She's doing a show out there, uh, working mom's comedy because she's great and funny. Uh, but she's left me alone, so I was doing back to school and everything else. And so since school went back, I've been able to go get back into the gym and and, and train. Because other than that, it's uh, you know a lot of kid time and all that kind of stuff. Maybe a run yeah. here and there, but. Um, but it's been good. Actually, funny thing, uh, it's a funny story now, but uh, my gym here, Triton Fitness and MMA, is uh, it's on a corner on Artesia and Redondo Beach, and there's a liquor store across the road. And I guess this old guy drove from the parking lot, thought he was one of those things, I guess he thought he hit the brake and he hit the gas and ran through the wall into the oh, gym, shit. into the mat area where there's bags on one side, but this is like smashed through the wall and then backed up. And yeah, I should have took a picture. It says you, and then, but he kind of had to thread a needle cause there's like a huge electric pole and then another like stop sign pole. And he somehow went through them and through the, the wall into, into the gym basically. And then drove and then Whoa. drove home and told his wife, I think I hit something. Um, and then, but John Marsh, the, the guy who runs the gym said, but his, his front grill was there and his license plate was in the wall. So they're like, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Case all boys. Oh, God. <laughs> and he was apologetic or whatever, but, but yeah, fire department was, and it, and it hit uh, a water main. So it flooded the gym as well. Oh. Um, so we kind of have, uh, uh, you know, and the poor guys, all the gyms, right? They're finally allowed to have everybody back in. And yes. we are kind of training. There's an outside part, you know, that's astroturfed and stuff. But it's a lot of, uh, um, you know, circuit training and stuff. It's not a lot of rolling or, yeah. you, know, uh, 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 you know, sparring or, or any of that kind of yeah. stuff. You can do it, but you know what, it, what it's like. So so now half the gym is, uh, um, we're back in there now. We can use kind of half of it, but uh it, it's funny from the inside. It looks like a movie set. You're like, but he drove through the, literally through oh the. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. And it's like Straight 50 up. feet across the street. You're like, how did he possibly? And then someone said he probably like, you know, the hit the gas panic thing or something like that. And went yes. through the wall. Yeah. So, yeah. It hit also the gas panic and hit the gas right, again right. Yeah, rather yeah. than the brake. Yeah. It also didn't help that he was leaving a liquor no. store. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's an interesting layer to this whole thing. That's what I said. Yeah. 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 It wasn't like a, you know, a meditation center. Right. Right. I should say in his defense, I think John said he did come back later and was like, I mean, he was an old guy. He's like, I'm sorry. I guess, you know, he panicked and left or whatever. He's like, no, we got, we have your license plate. (laughs) Yeah. Um, There's no way we wouldn't have found you. Yeah. That'd have been cool if like his face smashed, he wasn't injured, but his face smashed into the plaster wall and they were able to put like a mold in there, like a latex yeah. mold and then get a mask of the guy's That's face right. like, to track him down. <laughs> it's Mr. Krish off of Fifth Street. I knew <laughs> I know that face anyway. <laughs> I would have got away with it if uh, it wasn't for you meddling. <laughs> <laughs> you meddling jujitsu boys. Oh man. Um, but yeah, so now you're kind of into a kind of routine now that the kids are in school. And I, I think that's true for all three of us, right? right? right. Like, um, I mean, to a certain extent, we still have the baby at home and she's napping right now. But at least there's like a little bit more structure. So then you can start structuring your workouts within that yeah. thing. 
Stanger, has that improved for you or it's the same? Oh, no, a ton. You know, I have a, just one kid, um, which is nice in a lot of ways, but also, you know, he's used to like my attention a lot. So yes. when he's home, it's like, what are we going to do, dad? And then I, you know, I, I'm, I don't want to bad parent it and just have him like, you know, he'd obviously play video games as much as he could. So I'm like, right, right. you know, just trying to like build shit around for him to do and be present and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, cuts in on daddy's gym time. But uh, sure. yeah, now he's in school and, and now like, even when I did have time when he was home, just having the added um, scheduling of school just as improves how I kind of build my days. You know, I'm like, yeah, he's going to be here. I got this time to do this. I got that time to do whatever. Right. And then I find well, that I'm more us, consistent. I think it, yeah. Yeah. I think it helps us mentally. I, I think as parents in general, when kids are in school, then you don't have that guilt of like, well, somebody else has to watch them or this or that, sure. or like. I got to make sure that I fill this time to a certain extent to do certain things. Um, so it gives us a little bit more of that yeah. structure. And I, I, do yeah. either of you guys have a setups at home that you actually use on a regular basis? Cause I, I need to get out. Like I keep, ha I keep getting stuff and I set stuff up Yeah, I'll use it, but I'm like, and you can't get it I, going. I, gotta, I just, huh? I gotta get somewhere. Also, I love like, I think, you know, Eugene, we've talked about this a bunch, but I, I like being with someone else pushing me, you know, I like hitting the pads. Yeah. I love sparring days. I love like that. That's, you know, and those like circuit training or someone going, let's go. You know, that's for me. I can lift on my own a, a bit, but I don't even do a ton of lifting anymore. You know, like, so that's, uh, and also when I'm here and the kids are here, so I mean, they can always just walk in and be like, Hey dad. And you're like, ah, yep. What's happening? Sure. Let me just yeah. stop. Yes. And go to, yes. you know what I mean? yeah. But do you guys have home setups that you, that you, uh, use a lot or, or do you go out? Um, now, I mean, I, I use the stuff at home more than anything yeah. because I, I'm also, you know, if, if I am home and, um, and Alice is taking a nap, that's my time that I can do it. So I really sure. can't leave the house. I, I remember so, those days, right. Of course. You know, yeah. So I, I try to kind of, and, and that way too, if she does wake up or, you know, there's any change in, um, scheduling things like, you know, the, the sitter calls in or, you know, Trish has to do something right. else. Then it's like, I don't want to be stuck at home going like, this is my only time right, I can do right. it and not be able to do it. And I think I just kind of built it up while, you know, COVID was happening that I got so used to it. But then I got that itch, you know, as soon as things started opening up, I got that itch to like yeah. go somewhere else to mm. do it. And, um, but I've gotten so used to my structure now of doing it here mm -hmm. that like the idea of driving to the place, doing it, leaving, you know, like all of that kind of has, has cut into that right, time. Right. Cause I, I don't know why I'm still kind of in the mentality of, I only have this amount of time to do it all. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm finally starting to get out of that a little bit of like, oh, wait, I can start living a little bit more, yeah. you know? Um, but yeah, live a little, spend an live hour at the gym, live a little, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, uh, I totally know what you mean. I, Gabe, I'm similar to you in the sense that I, I have some stuff at home. I, I got myself set up and we just, when the gyms were closed, cause I was like, I got to do something. Sure. And so I was able to kind of make it work, but it really felt like. It really felt like I was fixing my workouts with 
duct t- tape or something, you know, like right. I, I did it. I did, you know, and then like when I, uh, I could just feel like my body just starting to like adjust around like the limited amount of equipment that I had, but it's definitely, it's, uh, it's better than most. And I'm really lucky to have all that. Mm-hmm. And occasionally in a pinch, I still use it, but towards the end, uh, before things kind of opened back up and I felt right going again, I, I felt really, I was really uninspired with the workouts. Like I felt like shit, man, I can't fucking do yeah. this shit anymore. And then, so going back into a gym, um, was like a huge, a hu- gave me like a real boost. So that's been great. Um, I'm jealous of you though. Cause I'd like to be doing some more kind of sports stuff. I'm, I'm pretty much just kind of lifting and doing, uh, controlled cardio, right. you know, for exercise. I'd like to be doing something else. Yeah. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll make that my next kind of thing. I mean, I'm just so lucky that I have this place that I love that's close by, yes. you know, it's, it's a gift. Yeah, it's cool. And you know, it's like, I could ride, that's the could thing ride that my I'm bike so there, jealous. And everyone's about. cool. And yeah. you know, like I've been going there for years now and I know these guys and I know who I like to work with. And there's, there's classes, there's this, there's, there's great, super knowledgeable, you know, uh, martial art fucking masters at whatever you're into that sure. show up there and you know you could take whatever you could go this or you could just you know the the weight room is like outside in an astroturf but under a uh you know like a big awning and stuff it's it's pretty uh it's uh, pretty southern california <laughs> shit you know it's like yeah it's, it's great man and, and as you know it's like you know it's who's there really you know you, you can find a weight bench and a thing anywhere really it's, uh, you know, for yes. me, it's for your training and laughing with and getting it going. But again, they, you know, I was, I was nervous, you know, at COVID, all that stuff, even going back, I was just like, I got so far from everything. And so kind of like, wah, wah. I'm like, ah, oh, man, I don't even know. Like I got so far to go to get back to where I was or whatever that yes. old sob story, but it's not in the end you realize you get there. And that's the other yeah. thing about being around people and, you know, having fun and, goofing off and pushing each other you're like oh yeah this is fun and it's cool and it's good i think i need that more than you know throwing weights around in my garage and i still kind of i'm like uh it's it's a discipline that i i sort of admittedly finally admitting that i just don't really have i I feel like at work like even when we're on set i can kind of do it because i'm like okay 20 minutes i'm going hitting this and i'm but there's something about I don't know, man. I mean, it also gave us, I mean, at work we would do it because it also gave us a opportunity to have something else to do. True. Yeah. That kind of yeah. was our own thing. And also, to be fair, I think the fact that both of us are there, we're like, well, I'm going to use this if you're going to use this. And it kind of gave us a room to yes. kind of do our thing. And I, I, I got to say, um, uh, I, I'm so glad that you're there and you do it. Because otherwise, you know, we get all the cast chairs wherever they are, and there's one asshole doing curls in front of everybody where you just feel like a fucking shithead. Even though it's like, yeah. there's nothing wrong with her, like slamming push ups or something. And all the guests are there, like, oh, hmm, this is. Even though it's not, you just, I just well, I mean, feel Gene, like Eugene a and a, Gabe are, are talking about training on the set of Tacoma FD while they're filming. Yes. Right. There. So they have some, yeah. they have some weights and some a setup there, and so people. But yeah, that is weird. Like you don't want to be the one. Like oh, look at the fucking psycho. Yeah. Or have <laughs> yeah, a good just, workout, Hitler. Yeah, calm you know, down, like, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We actually brought some uh, stuff. Or in we're doing for uh, uh, set deck, uh, set decoration, which means stuff that they'll actually use and shoot in the show to put on the set like that uh, chin up bar and the dip bar and stuff that I bought. And I just said, let's just use it, have it in the bunk room. And, and uh, 
so we can physically use it, right? Which worked out well. Uh, yeah. I hope you're charging them, man. Get your agent in on that. Dude. <laughs> yeah, okay. right. That's that's rental. Hey, uh, that it also kind of helps what you're, the work you're doing too, because that's what you guys would be doing anyway. It, yes. it is kind of, it does get baked into the soup a little bit and inform, you know, some camaraderie and, um, and, you know, connection and add to the reality of the show. You know, you're right. And we've been saying that too. We're like every firehouse you go by, there's one at the end of my street here in Manhattan beach. And they have a little, like a side, uh, garage. The garage door is always open and they have, it's a massive workout room with like full Nautilus stuff and, and uh, Olympic weights and and everything. We're like every, you know, we're always like, why don't we just have, you know, a set that is a full gym and we'll shoot it when we not or whatever. And we can use it when it's, you know, I think that. And those guys are always working out. Yeah. Yeah, They're either cleaning a truck or always working out. Yeah. Yeah. And when we need it, they're like, remember, they bring in all this stuff. We're like, oh, wow, they brought in all this workout gear for this one scene. Yeah. And then they haul it all the way. We're like, come on, why don't we just leave it here? They rent it. <laughs> yeah, they rent yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I, I yeah, I'm, I, I am so, I, I, I have the, um, I, I really want to be able to hit pads again and all that kind of stuff. And I just haven't been able to truly like, found a place because your gym Gabe, we talk about it all the time it's just like i would love to go there but it's far yeah you know what is that an hour and then an hour to train and then i mean th- now we're talking like three and a half hours to do a yeah. workout I which mean, it, with la to redondo beach yes yeah. you're Forget taking it. like aviation out there i mean it could take, yeah. take you six hours to make that drive. <laughs> yeah. just don't come in rush hour yeah. i'll meet you there at 6 a.m yeah, yeah. Um, Rosecrans, but, get off on Rosecrans, <laughs> aviation, fucking sure. DCH. Yeah. yeah. But that's the thing, like, you know, and, and I haven't really truly found a place around here where I feel good about that kind of training yet. Or, you know, maybe haven't found the people yet that I've I've, I've jumped back yeah. into that. But well, it can be, man, that it would can be, be awesome thing. Cliquey too, right? Like, like I feel like I, yes. I feel like even Mind you, everyone's super nice, but I could see walking in there and being like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I, you know, it, it just, it's yes. intimidating, even though everyone, there's a bunch of sweethearts, everybody would be like, hey, great, come on in. But it is, you know, part of the whole thing is like, you know, people are doing combat sports and, you know, doing violent things and, well, and you know, but, yeah. but in a, in a, in a wonderful way, but uh, even the way these, these things are set up, you know, it's, um, uh, and then I think th- think since since COVID too, everything's got <laughs> the windows are blacked out every on all the gyms. Sure, and everything looks even more like. Um, but yeah, right. And and everybody has to really truly trust. I mean, especially in combat sports, you have to truly trust each yes. other. Um, totally. You know, because you know you can get yep. hurt, so it's a big yep. deal. Would paintballing be considered a combat sport? Paintballing? Yeah. Is it called is I it think called so. paintballing? Yeah, yeah. I like that it's <laughs> yeah. he's a paintballing master. It, <laughs> yeah. Uh I had a friend that that he and his dad would do that and I was so jealous and they would buy the guns and stuff oh, and like and show me the guns and it yeah. and like I I I'm like I asked my dad and my dad looked at me like I was fucking crazy. He's like, I'm not doing what? No, yeah. I'm not yeah. doing that shit. Yeah. Right. Paint I'm not gonna get the guns with you and wear the little uh, like they would wear like the little like scarves and stuff and gosh, oh, sure. yeah. all the, the whole family would go out. The grandma would do it. Yeah. The sister and the full like Bane uh, so, mask and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And then like the motorcycle yeah. pads. Yeah. For, yeah. Like dirt bike yeah. shit. And all yeah, that stuff. All, and it, yeah. it looks legit too. I remember my son had, had like a video on his phone or something and I was with, with his friends and I was like, what the fuck is it? And he's like, dad, dad, there are people. And they're all, his buddies waving them around. I'm like, they look legit like assault rifles and stuff. <laughs> yes. I guess that's the idea too, Sc- right? Yeah. It's not really my thing. Scary, man. Not mine now, but I wanted to do it bad, man. I, and it was like real cost prohibitive. And it just the idea of my parents doing that with me. Right, is right, right. <laughs> yeah. It would be fun, though, if we had a group of us together, like a whole bunch of buddies, and we split up and sort of did it with each other, not like in some serious yes. kind of thing. That, that would be fun, actually. Yeah. Yeah. That was, they tried to make it a thing with laser tag, but you know, it was like sure. indoors. And then I remember this place I went for a friend's birthday and the big rule was no running. And we're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you just like, this is walk a walk. Around. It's like having a pickup yeah. basketball game. You're like, no yeah. running. This is a walk. Game. No running. Yeah. Walk, 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 walk. <laughs> I had to jump in on this episode really quick to talk about today's sponsor, BetterHelp. Now, listen, Eugene and I care about you guys. We want you to be happy. We want you to achieve your goals. We want you to live your best lives. Are you doing that? Something getting in the way? Something preventing you from from getting there to the uh, to the promised land of positivity? What is it? What's stopping you? I tell you from my own personal experience, I, uh, I, I had some issues with compulsive eating and it was really messing with me. I couldn't figure out what was going on and it, it ended up kind of infecting the rest of my life in the sense that I, uh, I thought that I could just overcome it with willpower. I couldn't. And, uh, so I would fail and the repeated failure, uh, started to make me depressed felt like there was something wrong with me or that I was being weak or, or whatever it was. And I realized that I needed some help. I didn't have the skills or the tools to overcome this on my own. I got a, I got with a therapist and she, uh, she was helping me to, she helped me to get to the bottom of it. And, uh, I feel so much better now, but I, uh, it was a long process getting to that therapist, finding the right one. Uh, you know, had to go through a bunch of other ones And there was a lot of stop and start and, you know, I would lose my nerve and then, you know, take a couple of months off in between and then start with the new therapist. And it was a hassle. It was stressful. It was uncomfortable and it didn't need to be because if I had access to better help, they could have assessed my needs and matched me with my own licensed professional therapist. I could have connected with them in a safe and private online environment that would have been so convenient, and I could have started communicating with them in under 48 hours. Instead, I just had to kind of guess on my own who I thought would be good. I had to drive to their offices. I live in LA. Sometimes that takes 10 hours. With traffic? That's not hyperbole. You see the traffic in LA? It's an epidemic. Uh, so, and then, you know, I'm sitting in an uncomfortable waiting room. I'm sizing the people up there, you know, they're, uh, they're sizing me up. Maybe they're speculating as to what's wrong with this guy. I didn't like the judgment, but I was using better help. I could have sent a message to my counselor anytime. I would have gotten a timely and thoughtful response. Um, it's easy to schedule weekly and video phone sessions with them. And it's all from the comfort of my own home. I wouldn't have had to drive. 
I would save time. I would save money because it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. Uh, and BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. You don't have to fire anybody on your own. BetterHelp's going to step in and get involved. They're like your agent. They're like an agent for your uh, for your for you in finding the right therapist. They're doing the negotiating for you. You don't have to do it. I didn't like it. It was uncomfortable. I have to sit across a desk from somebody and tell them, uh, "Look, this isn't working out." <laughs> it was like a break. I needed therapy for the therapy breakup. Um, also, uh, you can find your particular expertise uh, online. You don't have to limit yourself to the counselors that are located near you. Sometimes the geography gets in the way. Uh, you don't have anybody that's specializing in what you need. BetterHelp has got you covered, guys. They have professional counselors that specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, and many, many more. Anything you share is confidential. BetterHelp is convenient, professional, affordable. You don't have to listen to me about it. You can check out the testimonials they post daily on their website. Get yourself some online professional therapist help. It's not a crisis line. It's professional counseling done securely online in your own home. So many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor, betterhelp.com slash dumbbells. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash dumbbells. I also want to talk to you guys about ritual dudes. Great news. You know, uh, the multivitamin brand that we know we trust, we love. They've been a sponsor to the podcast for years, ritual multivitamins. Well, Eugene and I were very pleased to learn that they are doing protein powders. That's right. Ritual is now in the protein game with their essential protein. Look, protein powders can feel a little intimidating. Let's be honest. There's a lot of no pain, no gain talk. It's a lot of buff bros and dudes talking about cells and blocks <laughs> and pumps. That's a part of protein, but that's not all of protein. Look, everybody needs protein. As in deep down, like on a cellular level, everybody needs it. It's a building block uh, and a good foundation for health. You don't have to be a gym freak to need protein. You can be a dog walking freak. You can be a work in your office freak. You can be a, a yoga freak, whatever it is. We all need that protein, okay? And it has to be for more than just those gym guys. Um, it's for everybody. And Ritual knows this. So their team of scientists people from Harvard. You guys ever heard of Harvard? Reimagine protein from the ground up and inside out from how it's made to who it's made for and why it's needed. And the result they came up with is this delicious plant-based protein. It's offered in three premium formulations for distinct life stages and unique nutrient needs. And it's all made with the same high standards approach and commitment to traceability that Ritual is known for. It's why we fell in love with Ritual in the first place. Now, whether you're doing reps or like I said, whatever else you're doing on a spiritual journey, 
uh, get yourself some of Ritual's essential protein and uh, and shake things up. I dig it, guys. Uh, I'm on it. They sent it to me. I love the fact that I, I have this subscription service. It's coming to my doorstep. I'm never without my protein. There'd be some stretches before where I was, you know, buying this stuff in the store and uh, I'd forget. I wouldn't go. I did. You know, I had the empty tub for a while and uh, and I was going without my protein that I needed. Uh, now I don't have to worry about it. It's coming right to my door. Plus, it's I can pause it at any time, I can change it, you know, change how often it's coming, whatever I need. It's very easy. It's very simple. And I'm saving. Um, I mentioned before all the stuff that we love about ritual, uh, the traceability is a huge thing that jumped out to Eugene and I as being very beneficial and a huge added bonus in going with ritual. They're doing the same thing for their protein powders, guys. Uh, they believe that you deserve to know what you're putting in your body and why. And so they have a one of a kind visible supply chain. You always know what's in their formulas, where the ingredients are coming from and why they're included. No, uh, no weird ingredients that you can't pronounce, uh, chemical sounding things, strange sounding things um, that you don't know why it's in there. Ritual's letting you know. They're like, hey, look, this is what it is. You can find it in nature, and this is why we put it in there, and this is where it came from too. So uh, you know they're sourcing good ingredients, um, and you got to support your daily health, guys. Uh, for tomorrow as much as today. They're making their protein powder with nutrients to support your bones, brains, muscles, and help you maintain muscle mass as you age. Super important, guys. As we age, we start to atrophy, and you lose your muscle mass, which is your calorie-burning potential. Got to keep that muscle mass. The protein, let's get to it. What's in it? It's clean, plant-based. Um, the formulas I mentioned that are designed for different life stages, they've got 18 plus, they've got pregnancy and postpartum, and they got 50 plus. You're getting 20 grams of pea protein plus a complete amino acid profile, and it's made with essential choline to help fill in common dietary gaps. It's also delicious, guys. It's got to taste good or you're not going to take it, right? They're making theirs with a delicious handcrafted vanilla flavor. It's got vanilla that's direct from farmer, vanilla bean extract that's sustainably harvested in Madagascar. Also, their peas are sustainably grown here in the U.S. There's no added sugar. There's no sugar alcohols. And like all Ritual products, Essential Protein is soy-free, gluten-free, and formulated with non-GMO ingredients. So why not shake things up? Why not shake up your Ritual? To make trying something new less scary, Ritual offers a money-back guarantee if you're not 100% in love. Plus, our listeners get 10% off during your first three months just visit ritual.com slash dumbbells to add essential protein today. That's ritual.com slash dumbbells and get that deal, guys. First three months, 10% off. Can't beat it. And now back to the show. Uh, Gabe, how old, are, how old are your kids now? Uh, my son is 16 and my daughter's 10. 16 and 10. Okay. My boy's 10. My boy's 10, just about to turn 11. Now the now are they into sports? Yeah. Yeah. My son's still a big hockey player and, um, and he's a fantastic, uh, skateboarder. Uh, he's a oh, cool. really high level skateboarder. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty impressive. Um, uh, harder flip, I think is his Instagram. He's got some cool stuff up there. Um, and, uh, my daughter is currently playing soccer, uh, volleyball and she, uh, does horseback riding and, um, and she's swimming. So 
So there's a lot of. Uh, oh yeah, she's driving. staying active. Yeah, then, huh? and she loves all of them. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. yeah, go. I mean, let's go. It's it's, it's, it's great. Yeah, you're in the uh, big um, pickup drop-off situation going to each of these things. Yes, nowadays, and it's huh? kind of the beginning of the school year and the beginning of all that stuff. So you're kind of like sussing out which parents are like, hey, maybe she could catch a ride with you guys to practice next week or whatever. Sure. <laughs> I'm still not yeah. quite there yet. I mean, to be honest. That's, yeah, you uh, want to make sure they're not hanging out in front of a liquor store that's right by a, uh, a, a, a dojo. MMA gym. Yeah, yeah. MMA gym. Yeah. <laughs> Car might drive right through them. Um <laughs> yeah, which is great. So they're, uh, yeah, they're super active kids, which is, uh, which is awesome. Um, that's I, nice. My son, my son, not into sports at all. So at all, huh? Not anything in still Stanger? Nah, nothing really. I mean, I, he, he'll do stuff with me. Like I can, you know, he'll go hiking and that kind of thing, but doesn't like any kind of like team sports or anything and wasn't, he wasn't na like naturally good at anything right away. And so that can be tricky sometimes, you know, cause it's like, it does help if you have like, Ooh, just a little bit of, um, you know, you get blessed just a little bit where you're like, Oh yeah, you kind of have a little of, you know, natural ability in this one thing. And then it can kind of build and he didn't have any of that. So that's a tough way to, you know, to start things where you're just like, yeah. Hey, I promise you, if you just keep, slugging away at this until you go through puberty, then right. you'll really be able to yeah. like re and he's like, I'm fucking six, man. I, you know, I'm falling down out there. It's like, I, yeah. I love that he talks like that at six. Dad, I'm fucking yeah. six. I can't believe you, you brought me here from, six, fucking, from fucking Manhattan. Now um, but you know, it Jesus is also, Christ, Dad, you hump. <laughs> it is a lot of uh, what their buddies are doing too, right? I mean, it is so much about right. what they're yeah group is doing, you know, to like put them into something that, you know, no one else is there. I mean, really for my daughter, I think aside from horseback riding, um, the, everything else is she, ha she has her, her, her group is kind of into it. You know what I mean? Or, or one of her good friends, or she's, you know, um, doing mm -hmm. something with one of them. And, uh, and then once they get into it, then, you know, they've got their confidence in it and they, you know, they, they sort of just want to do it. But, but it's tough to, I mean, when, when we moved here to this, to the South Bay with my son, he was playing some t-ball back home and we came here and he was going to play some like little league or something. We went, we went to check it out and we're like, uh, -uh. like these kids are like chewing tobacco at like seven years old and hitting dingers. And they're like, yeah, my dad plays for the Dodgers. I'm always, every kid is awesome. And the oh level was ridiculous. And I was like, well, you know what, buddy, maybe, uh, we'll stick with hockey or we'll go over. Um, cause there's that too, right? It's like when you get in and what the, sure level and what the seriousness of it is. It's like, you know, come on, why, how about just sport ball for a bit and just fucking start feeling it out and see what you want to do. Right. It's, it's so yeah. that stuff too early totally. can be like, just have the kids go, no way, man, those guys are nuts. Well, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. The way that people get really competitive at such a young age is real tough yeah. for the kids who are just trying to get yeah, into it's it. It's a turnoff, right? I well, mean, yeah, it's the nature of kind of um, parenting and sports now. And there's been a little bit of a shift back to uh, some of the more positive old school practices. But for a while there, it was like really specialized training in one sport. Yes. And so you'd get these kids playing club soccer or something. And then it would like the skill level would just keep elevating and elevating. And if you're like, if you decided you wanted to play at like 10, it, you're already too late. Right. And what they found was, is that the, a lot of those kids that like showed a really high aptitude early on would fizzle out 
and then they didn't have, and then they would ultimately, even if they stuck with it, would would lose and start to fall off because um, it's just it's proven better to play a lot of different things, well, totally. and then eventually, yeah, and that's your, and your it's so it's so specific that yeah, those kids that play soccer at even ten year round. That's the sport, right? Yeah. And like you said, it gets high yes. low, and they're just burning. Like when I played hockey, it was like we stopped. We had an off season. Then I played baseball, right? And then we'd yeah. go back, or I'd play lacrosse or basketball. Like the season, the, everything had a season. Like there's no fucking seasons for sports for these kids. They're like they train year round. They're like, yeah. well, you're gonna do this camp because tryouts or whatever. He's like, we he just finished. Like he did, you know, like my son's yeah. playing varsity hockey now. He could still be playing for the junior kings, but he's kind of like pumping the brakes on it a bit. And I'm like, yeah. I totally get it. You can do, you're 16, you can do whatever you want, man. I mean, he's, he's, but, but that sort of pressure to be like, go from camp to camp to then it's a tournament team. Then it's, a, you know, summer slam, whatever. But right. it's never, he's like, I want to go skateboard and hang out and do whatever. Like that's, well, I get it, man. It's like, <laughs> same with, same with me. It's like a quality of life thing. And then it's also there, you know, some guy wrote a book about, you know, getting your kid into a, like a, a athletic scholarship or something. And everybody like went crazy for it, but they've even done studies where they found like the kids that play a lot of different sports, like end up playing at the next level more likely than those that are, you know, yeah. the, uh, that's that just pick one lane and it's like less enjoyable. I was similar. I remember like, I was like so done with wrestling by the time whatever was next started. And then I'd get into that right. and then I'd be bored with that. And I was like, Oh, thank God it's football season. Now yeah. I can do this for a while. You know what? You know, cause you just get like burned out. It's interesting you say that. And I don't want to say it's not true, but I wonder how true it is now with, cause there was that like ahead of the curve and like all, all that there was, uh, uh, and you're right. I, I, the, the, the playing different sports, you know, everybody can't be Bo Jackson or, or, or whatever, but I, I wonder now, cause I feel like in, in every sport since we were kids or is they're all so much better. Like they're so much better. Like the hockey players, like yes. the worst guy yeah. in the NHL. I, I'm not even at all. The worst guy in the NHL right now in, in the seventies and eighties, he would fucking light it up. Like, I don't even feel like I'm exaggerating right. like that. I feel like football is the same. No, I, I feel like all these, I, get it. I think a lot of people will be like, you're out of your mind. <laughs> but I, I do feel like it is like that. And I do feel like there's a new breed of these athletes. They are so specifically good at that one sport. And if they can push through and become a college or whatever and, and keep going, it's like, it, it is that new breed and it's so hard to make it that do you have to start that early and commit when you're like 15 and, and stay that? I'm not saying it is, but I feel like they're just so much better. Like they're bigger, faster at yeah. every sport. Like if you don't think it is, then just whatever sport you're into, th watch a game from 30 years ago. You'll be like, is this in slow motion? And why is everybody like <laughs> out of shape? No, and fucking I think, smoking? I think, yeah. I think YL Tittle could still rush for a thousand yards in today's <laughs> NFL. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. For sure. I, you know, I think he'd get out there and I mean, the guy's probably running a six flat 40. Uh, yeah, no, you're so right. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy what's happened to the game and I don't know what this, I just remember reading some, this is the kind of half-assed re research that people come to expect on this show, but <laughs> just some article where they said, like, if you, if you look at like athlete for athlete, the ones that uh, that were most likely to play at the next level um, and continue to pro like progress through sports played a wire wide array of sports yes. as opposed to just doing this. But I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, the skill level and it is 
you know, they, they are doing it and they are, you know, getting more variety in there, but there is a high level of specificity and precision. Yeah. And I think if you look at something like that, like golf or something, like if you ain't playing it from when you're little, it forget about it. Yeah. You're never going to play it like yeah. in the masters or anything, yeah. you know? Yeah. Sure. Um, there, you know, maybe like football or something where you can kind of come into it a little bit late and mm-hmm. just be such, so gifted athletically sure. that it just doesn't matter. Yeah. But, but you're some right, of those gifted real, athletically, like, you know, if you're a football player, but you play basketball and you play, you know, those are very similar, you know, pivot turns and this and all that sort of stuff and the athleticism yeah. and all that. I mean, I'm not disputing that that is a fact. I, I think it is true, but I wonder if it's changed, you know, recently because it's so spe- sports specific. My son has a yeah. has a buddy he goes to school with now, this kid Colin, who's an absolutely bonkers good hockey player. And he's from the South Bay here. And he went to school in, in Connecticut, like high school, and they brought they like they brought him out there to play, um, uh, and um, junior and whatever, and uh, crazy high level. Like the kid is just nuts, and he's like done. He won't even pick up the stick, you know. My and my my son's like should come in. He's like ah, I might come skate and shoot it around, but he's like he's so done, and he's like I just it was too much. Like that's all. That's all his his yeah. life was. That's it, right? And for a while, he was like just all over it. And then he sort of hit a wall and went, wait, this, whoa, slow down. I mean, that's your entire life, right? And you, and I think you keep going. Yeah. You're like, wow, he's the best. He's Austin Matthews. He's whatever. But it takes a certain type of person and how how hard do they push their kids and stuff? Because we you see it a lot. You're always like, I'm, I'm always like, calm down, man. These are kids. My daughter's soccer game. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, I know. you not? Scream the whole time, like, come on, <laughs> pass it, Sarah. <laughs> God, get <laughs> <back> there. <laughs> 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 totally true, though. They're it's like nuts. eight years old. You're like, what the hell? Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. Believe in yourself. But, that- <laughs> <laughs> but I think that is, I think that is the whole change in the athletes too. Is you know the parenting. It's yeah. like, how hard do you push? How how much do they really want to do it? And I, I feel like that's anything. It's like, oh, I think it would be awesome for you know, my kids to learn piano. We're going to have a piano around. But if they're not going to want to learn it, like they just just not naturally like that's something I want to mm-hmm. do. I mean, there's something to like letting them bail if they're just kind of doing yes. it or whatever. But like, you know, um, like Quincy right now, you know, we uh, we had him in karate. Mm hmm. And he loved it at first, and then he got scared about a certain thing when it came to self-defense of them, like, going to grab him and him having to say no and scream and run away. And that kind of stuff is, like, probably the most usable stuff, but is the thing that was the last, the like, least fun thing for him and the scariest because there was, like, these dudes that were running the class in all black wearing black masks, <laughs> you know. <laughs> covering their face, going towards them with both <laughs> arms and they're supposed to block and, yeah. you know. And he, you should it. tell Gabe that they wanted him to disarm somebody with a firearm that had live rounds in it. And that was, <laughs> yes, felt yeah. a little. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I I was trying to convince Quincy that it was a paintball gun. <laughs> or actually, I called it a paintball blaster. And he still didn't believe it. Yeah. Anyways, but there was a thing where I'm just like, you know, I want him to keep going just because I want him to get over that fear of that thing. And so he can get used to it, but he just truly never, like he would always ask, are we going to do block punch run away today? I'm like, I don't know. He was like, I don't want to do right. it. And it was like, okay. So then we just kind of stopped like about a month ago, but all he does is practice all of his other karate. Yeah. That's all he does. Yeah. 
He like does it all the time. Even what like he he learned how to fall correctly backwards and forwards mm. and um and he does it like anytime he trips he like lands on his forearms and put, keeps his hands right. down like it's crazy. Yeah. But I'm just like so then you know and I'm asking him hey when do you want to go back he goes how old am I now again I'm a four and a half I go yeah he goes I don't know like ten yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and he might be right, man. But and I, that's I like get it. finding the right thing or find because what you said right there, I think, is such the the it's the tricky parenting of like we've all heard people like, oh, my parents, you know, they, I wish they put me in piano. I wish they did this or that. And you go, yeah, but being a parent, you go, you know, you cried every time I brought you there, man. You, you know what I mean? Yes. And in retrospect, yeah, I wish I, I I wish I was a great piano player. I wish my parents, but but do you? You, you know what I mean? But so. There is a thing where with my kids, I mean, I tried to say, like, you have to play something. Like, I don't care what it is, but, you know, you have to get to do something. That's sort of where it's at. But if there's heavy, heavy, heavy pushback on it and tears and whatever, I'm like, I'm not going to fucking, you know, then don't go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But again, you want to temper it with like, there are those times I don't want to go to practice. I want to, well, come on, you're going to let your team down. We're going to, and there have been maybe tears or whatever, but, you know, you, you try to sense the times when, they do need to be pushed, but also you don't want to be the parent that's like, you know, fucking go, Sarah, let's go. You know, like you said, yeah, there, yeah, there is, yeah. but there's a, a medium in there that that's, it's kind of tricky to find that footing sometimes. Right. That's, that's part of the parenting thing right. of like, um, so down the road, you're like, you know, you're going to be really happy that you did this and that, you know, later on you'll be able to play the piano, which leads to understanding all the, all the instruments or, or whatever. Right. It's like, yeah. Or, you, yeah. You can suss it out too. It's like, I never let him quit during a season. I said, look, you're trying this, you're committed to your team and you finished a season. I could tell, and he was a trooper. He would go to practice, but I could tell he was miserable. And so, and then with that, I was like, okay, next year you don't have to play baseball. You tried it for two seasons or whatever. And, you know, even just trying to work with him on throwing and stuff. And it was just like, (laughs) I just did not want to be there at all, but he would do it. Um, and so I didn't push after the season was done, but with piano, it, it, there's a little bit of pushback, but I'm like, no, dude, you're fucking, I don't care if you're, mm-hmm. you know, miserable all the way through it. We, we ask you to do very little things. You can practice a half hour a day and go to your lessons. And that there's also, he's not going to be humiliated on the piano bench either too. So right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? <laughs> right. There's that factor too. And it's just like, look, while you're under our house, you have, we all have our responsibilities and this is one of yours. It's you're going to keep doing right. this. I will put my foot down on that. But I will challenge myself to try to find something athletic that he can do that he enjoys or at least, you know, tolerates. Yeah. And that's kind of where sure. I'm at now. I'm still looking for There's not for a something. lot of uh, piano parents watching going, let's fucking go, Sarah! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, some are, uh, yeah. I mean, there are, there are, but they <laughs> just do it in a different <laughs> way that yeah. is mentally and we don't, destroying more, more <laughs> destructive. We, are, we don't yeah. see them because it's the privacy of their homes. Uh, my, my daughter t- has been yeah. taking drum lessons for quite a while now too. Cause we have a, a back, she's so a back good. Line set up in our, in our, it's very cool. But even her, like she talks about how, you know, she has her back to school thing all about me. And she's like, I'm a drummer and I'm this and this. She had drum lessons on Sunday. She's like, dad, let me skip. And it's still, it's just something about, I'm like, no, you know, you, I did even say, I said, you know, you talk about you're a drummer, you said, blah, blah, blah. This is part of it. And she back into it. But again, 
for some reason, it's, it's not always, but a lot of the times it's like, no, you're doing it. Let's go. Come on. And then after she's done, it's like, oh, it was the best ever. We learned this and we played a Weezer song and whatever. I'm like, great. But, you know, it's, it's, it's that constant sort of thing. There's not a lot, especially practice, right? Like even Ryder for practice, he's like, oh, he's like, he just wants to play games. I'm like, I get it, man. But, you know, it's yeah. your team. I'm sort of left that to him. He's on Team Snap. He's setting it up. I'm like, you're not going to show up. You can go ahead and text the coach and, you know, it's like, yeah, but they've uh, got, well, that's what's so f- kids can have horrible instincts sometimes. You know, that's as a parent, yeah. you got to step in. I used to joke with Eugene that like, he's not like this now, but even empathy things where I, there was a, there was a time there where I was pretty confident. If I said, look, man, you can have this snicker bar, but if you have it, 10 kids you don't know will die. <laughs> you probably <laughs> take the Snicker bar. Yeah. He'll still, he's still going to eat yeah, it. He's yeah. take, you know, and it's just like, you got to over time, you know, point things out and make them understand and, you know, that, break shit down that's for him. Fucking, that's so funny. You know, literally what my daughter said to me driving her to school this morning, just side of the blue. She's like, dad, dad, this is morbid. And a really random question. And I'm like, Morbid, okay. And she says, she goes, would you strangle me to death? And I was like, no. She's like, listen to the end. Would you strangle me to death for all the money in the world? I was like, no, sweetheart, no, no. She's like, okay, okay. I'm like, what? Why? why? Like, would you strangle me? She's like, mm, no, but I'm just curious. I'm like, what? It's th- th- those kind of questions are so funny, man. I think I could have went, ah, uh, oh maybe, God. and she would have, hmm, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> I get it, Dad. That's a lot of money. Right. It's like, okay, well, yeah. <laughs> Eugene, oh, Eugene I cut you off, buddy. What were you saying? No, no, I'm just, it's just so funny to think about all of this and like how kids hate going to practice and hate doing this, but love the real games. And then when you become an adult and that's not your life, all you do is practice yeah. and you rarely yeah. play any game, yeah. like everything, like training, like even sparring and stuff. It's just all yeah. practice. Yeah. It's yeah. so true. It. For what? Nothing. It's not for anything. It's just for like life. That's so true. So you're dude. just like, oh, now all I do is yeah. practice. Yeah. That's it, man. Even especially become an actor too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's all practice. Yeah. You very rarely get to act, you know. That's oh, that's interesting. Um, but awesome. Uh Gabe, great. Um, oh, let's um I mean, now that you're here, let's uh let's chat a little bit about on Thursday, we got season three starting. Yes. Um, you know, I was talking to Marcus Henderson last night on the phone. Um he reminded me about this uh, this screening thing uh, tonight. The, the thing. Are you are you oh. doing that? I forgot. About I, I forgot it. about. What? He's like, yeah, hey, tonight. I'm like, yeah, great. Wait, what is it again? He's like, you are yes. hungry for more promo. So, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's like a Warner thing. This is probably boring for the podcast. But it's like the Warner. We're watching two episodes. Foreigner is going to play a song or something. Foreigner, yeah, 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 yeah. They're going to play hot, hot because they do. They do hot blood. Yeah. is your opener. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're playing it live. I didn't honestly read it too, too much. I know I RSVP'd yes, and uh, Marcus was like, "You're, you're, you signed up to show that you're, uh, you're kind." But you know, it's virtual, right? So we just we log on and say, "Hey, we're here," and we we watch the. Uh, um, Eugene, have you seen the episodes yet? No. Have yeah. you? 
You did? I've seen, I not color corrected and done, and some of them were long and whatever, but I kept bugging them to send me uh, uh, whatever oh, versions that, just the edits, like the long edits, you know, that are not uh, sure. sound mixed and color corrected and blah, blah, blah. But it's great, man. It's, it's great, so, great. So give us a couple funny, um, Gabe, a couple funny things that uh, happened with you and Eugene. I mean, you can't tell the show, but I don't know, maybe filming or something. Well, I think we have or, to. What, what can you say? I think we have to. tell. Well, first of all, we had great, great guest uh, stars this year. I think, you know, we keep getting better and better on that front. Um, I think we have to tell the Stipe Miocic story, right? Don't we? I, I, have you told that story yet on here? Uh Yes. We've kind of, we've, I think maybe we got when you were, when he had just filmed or something and you guys were, uh, kind of decompressing that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, we did. Right. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but retell it a little again, give us, give us that anecdote and then give us a couple of the guest stars that are coming up this season. Sure. Well, uh, Steve, the, uh, heavyweight champion of the world of the UFC <clears throat> was at that time, it's again or now, um, uh, we had him come on, but I, I think we did tell this story where he, he commented on something on Instagram on our, our show's page. And then me and you started texting. I don't know if he sent it to me. We're like, holy fuck. You know, we geeked out on it. Yeah. And then we reached out and I, I DM'd him and I said, oh, you, you know, hey, what's up? What do you want to do? He's like, yeah, I love the show. I want to be on it. So anyways, he came on it and... Um, Oh, I didn't. I so I didn't know that you guys actually kind of spearheaded and got him on. That's oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we got real excited. Yeah, it about was it. like nanoseconds from I think he posted that. I think you sent it to me. He's like, hey, let's check out Steve Page's comment on this. And I was like, no, and I DM'd him right away. He's like, hey, what's going on? And then I was DMing. Well, because he's a fireman as yeah, well. Yeah, that's and, right. You know, and, and yeah. uh, we're big, uh, uh, you know, uh, combat sports fans and fight fans. And so uh, he got back to me, and then I started uh, messaging whoever runs our show's Instagram. I don't even know, and they're like, "Yeah, he, he likes it. He wants to be on the show." So we both called Steve Lemmy, who's a producer, showrunner, and um, plays Captain Panisi. And he was kind of like, whoa, yeah, calm down, everybody <laughs> asking me. Well, I think whoever runs the Instagram, Eugene and I, uh, pitched some ideas. I think I think our idea was that uh, it was a social media thing and we were sort of goofing on him on social media. Then he finds out who we were and he, you know, he, he sees us at a call and confronts us or something. So they took that idea and sort of spun it into we have a podcast, a sports podcast, and we goof on him. And then he shows up because he's doing a tour of the fire stations, which which he does and beats us up. Um, but having him there was great. And he was just the sweetest yes. guy and, you know, open to talk about all our dumb questions, asking him about, you know, are you going to fight John Jones? Uh, you know, um, he was just great. Like he was great. Uh, all of it. And humble and like nervous to kind of act and um he was great, but when it came to the to the part where he does beat us up, um, uh, he he's he's supposed to uh, punch me, and I'm down on the ground looking up at him, going, "No, please, please!" And he kind of clipped me with just his fingers and uh, hit me in the nose, and he felt so bad, like he felt so so bad. Uh, um, and I thought I was going to have a you know a bloody nose and come up, and it's going to be embarrassing for him or whatever, because even just a clip of someone who, who can hit like that is, is, uh, yeah, was intense. Yeah. He can and also catch you. you don't know, like it stings and you're like, did I get smoked really hard? Like you, you don't really know until it takes about, you know, 
20 seconds later, you're like, oh, I did get really knocked. Or you're like, oh, it was okay. You know what I mean? That first little sting, you're not sure. Totally, Um, yeah. And I got up and it was fine, but he was like, uh, and we have a clip of it too. And he looks over, he's like, I hit him, I hit him. And they're like, oh, is he improving this fucking moment here? Because it's supposed to be in the background. But he really did. Yeah. Uh, and he's supposed to be mad at us. And instead yeah. he's just like, <laughs> like feeling guilty. Yeah. 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 Uh, poor guy, man. And then I think he's supposed to, uh, I think he picked up Eugene and slammed him into the fire truck too, which was. Uh, in the truck. Yeah. Which was hilarious. With such ease. Oh, yeah. scary. Yeah. Um, but he was great, 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 great guy. We've kept in touch. And I, I think, um, I don't want to go too far down this rabbit hole, but I don't know why he's not fighting or why, like he, he should, like, sure. I, I don't know why there's no Naganu, uh, Stipe too. Everybody else got one. Anyway, um, uh, who else did we have? We had, uh, uh, Whitney Cummings on it. She was great. Super funny. She's High great. Energy, yeah. Awesome. Uh, chick. She was hilarious. Uh, Dave Cockner was <laughs> a force of nature and just oh yeah, so, oh, he's amazing, so yeah. funny. And um, Keckner's so great in the episode. Yeah, yeah. Keckner, uh, Keckner. I think everybody's gonna. I call yeah. him Cockner. Yeah, because, yeah. We, uh, we, you know, we're buddies. <laughs> just kidding. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny. Um, but yeah, we we have we have some great ones. Even you know while we shot through COVID and everything, and and people came out and were awesome. And yeah, I think I mean. I, I think every show says this season's better than ever, but you know, just even watching, you know, cause our first episode out that's premiering this week is like about us kind of quarantining, but it's not for the same kind of, you know, it, it doesn't kind of follow the path of COVID or anything. It's just kind of like what, how we go stir crazy. And I think, that's the best way to handle yes. it. Yeah. You know? And that episode is really funny. It is. I watched it. That made me yeah. laugh out loud. It's funny too, because it's, it feels so long ago, you know, cause everything takes longer cause of COVID. So since we shot it to then sure. watching it, I was like, Oh man, it's, it's, it's really, I good. mean, it, it was last, it was last November right? Wow, that we Crazy, shot it. Man. So, you know, it's been almost a full year for it to, yeah. you know, to go through when it, so. when you yell at, at chief when he go, I think they have it. There's a clip that they put up on Instagram when you're typing when you're trying to write your novel. Yeah, and he comes in and you and you yell at him, and then you're shocked because you yelled at him is gold. It's so funny, man. <laughs> I think your and Kevin's stuff made me laugh a lot. Kevin made me laugh a lot when I watched all this stuff. Hey, I was man, like, he's oh the, man, he's the. Real talk. He's yeah. the he's the secret weapon of like that. He's the best actor, I think. When I'm he's sure. high on the thing, I won't give too much away. But his his run on <laughs> when he's when he's uh, out of his mind and he's and he's just riffing on like you know you should build an owl house or what like just the shades of distance. It's so funny, man. It's bananas. Uh, he's so good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's a fun one. I think everybody's gonna love it. I. Okay, you know. so so Tacoma FD season three starting tomorrow as this airs yeah, yeah, yeah. on True TV. What time? Ten p.m. Ten p.m. on Thursday nights. You, every Thursday, and yeah. people can catch up on HBO Max. Yeah, seasons one. Yeah, and you two. can watch seasons one and seasons two on HBO yeah. Max now. So yeah. So and hopefully, you know, we'll we'll find out sooner than not, and the turnaround will be better for us to do another season. You know. Yeah, um, I, w- I would really hope so. Yeah, absolutely. There's no shortage of material, and I think everybody's everybody's game. 
Well, it's, it's, it's yeah. the perfect time. Now you mentioned each episode getting or each season getting better, but that's what for like a comedy like this, that's what happens because the writers know you guys now and they know what you're good at. They also know yeah. what people like and what was funny about it. It takes a few seasons for all that to kind of emerge. And then now the world is there. It's up and running. So it can just be like, great, play, have fun. And then, uh, you know, this is like where this is like the, where the fun shit starts really happen in season three, season four, that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I think it gets out there, yeah. too, you know, that people go, oh, this is a really fun show to do. Everybody's great. You can improv. You can do whatever. So people will, you know, uh, come and do it as a guest, too. You know what I mean? We're, we're like we yeah. get some fun people yeah. because you know, the word on the street is it's like, yeah, it's great. We're like, we're happy that people are, people can come and play and sort of do what they want. And uh, it's, um, which makes it great. I, I don't think we ever, um, don't use the people we get, you know what I mean? Like we really let them do their thing, which is great, yeah. you know, cause we get these talented people and you're not sort of jamming them into like, just say this and do this. It's, it can go, you know, well, I can go bananas sometimes right in outer space. And, like, and, and the, Yeah. But then also the people that we've already have on the show that have been kind of recurring are back and so locked in and so uh, great, like Jess Lowe coming yes. back and, yeah. you know, um, and, and uh, Jamie yeah. uh, coming yeah. back to play Officer, I mean, to play totally. uh, Polanski is just Susie, great. I yeah. can't believe we got her. She's like busy doing every other show on earth, but. Uh, sure. Yeah. So it's good. And, and all the new people that like, the cool thing is, is, you know, it's a world building thing. So it's like everybody that we have, it, there's a, an opportunity for them to come back and, yeah. you know, it just makes it such a fun world to kind of be a part of. So hopefully we get to do a billion more no and it just keeps going. Yeah. But, it is um, literally so much fun. It's the most fun I've ever had. I, I don't think I ever have a day when I'm driving to set where I'm, I'm going, Oh, I'm doing this, you know, it's, um, it's yeah. Uh, it's not lost to me. It's also not lost to me. It will never fucking get old that we have. There's billboards uh, on Sunset Strip with with our faces on them, man. I'm like, damn. I know. I, know. I drive by one nuts. every day. It's it's cool to <laughs> right? see. You guys look great, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Yeah. It's so it's so cool. I love it. it it's and uh, yeah. I just want it to keep going, and I think we're gonna have so much fun if it does keep going. Um, but hopefully that means that people will enjoy this season, which I think they will. Which starts Thursday, 10 p.m. True TV. Gabe Hogan's on it, star of Tacoma FD. Yeah, baby. Uh, Gabe, is there anything else you'd like to plug or promote? Um, we other, got a, other than those buys. We got a double bicep flex from Gabe. Yeah. yeah. Is this, are you guys sweating. showing, are you recording this to show it? Because No. Okay. No. no fair no, enough. No. Never. Sorry about that. Sorry yeah. for doing that. No, thing. never. That was more never. for the never. at-home audience. Um, never. No, I have nothing... Uh, Nothing uh, coming up. Thanks for bringing it up, Sanger. I um, oh cool. I have nothing <laughs> else to promote. That's <laughs> what I thought. I've been doing um, some painting. Social media wise, I'll be doing some painting later, yeah. like some finger painting and block. Oh, I good. will send you images of it. I don't oh know, yeah, I'll yeah. Throw it up oh, on good. the old site. An eight piece. Yeah. An eight piece. Eight piece puzzle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. After Gabe's going to learn about sh learn about sharing, so that's good. And <laughs> yeah. Then, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, sounds yeah, good. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Perfect. And he'll find out about what all those farm animals do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the noises. Um, They're confusing, but, you know, you get through <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, social media, where can we find you? Hogan Gabe? Film. That's it. Hogan Film. All there it things. Is. Great. Um, and you can reach us out to us 
at the dumbbells on all social media. You can email us any questions at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. And on behalf of myself and Eugene Cordero, the dumbbells, and our wonderful guest today, Gabe Hogan, we'd like to remind everybody that's yep. out there listening to Train Dirty, Eat Clean, and Live in Between. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>